I'll go ahead and um, we are live on the Weirdos Only podcast. We have Melissa Gonzalez here with us. Uh, is it a what would what would you would you say financial rep or a kind of what what a yeah, so I'm a financial planner. So thank okay. you for having me, by the way. Yes, and it's yes. nice to see you yeah, after nice catching up. It's been quite some time. Dude, when back. I think we met in like two thousand five or two thousand yeah, around that time, yeah. two thousand six or something. Mm-hmm. We were in high school. I'm pretty sure we're in high school or ending our high school years. We didn't obviously we didn't go to high school together, but obviously mutual. We were friends. definitely in TJ. Oh. We were a TJ crowd, <laughs> yeah, so we were we were part we were party buddies. We were party. Yeah, yeah, there was a good there was a good solid group, and then you know, and more people would get at it, and they would just get wild. Going to yeah. if, if people know Tangalu. Tangalu. That's okay. how you know people are like. That's how I age myself because a lot of people are like, "What? What is like, Tangalu? You never been to Tangalu?" I was like, "Oh my god!" That was a spot. That I was know that was a spot. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but yeah, the going going back to your uh to your your question. So, what am I, financial rep? I am financial planner. That's what I am, financial rep. You can you can say that, but I'm a financial planner. Um, okay. so I do financial advising for folks. Um, help them really achieve financial security by integrating insurance and investment planning, and just really focusing on comprehensive planning more than anything. Yeah, yeah. and so I think um. I mean, the whole like a, a big goal that I have for this podcast in in general is, is one, like I said, is is mental health, but also mm-hmm. like removing the stigma from mental health in the Latino and like Black community and like minorities. And yeah. I think that that that's a big issue as well with like finances. You know what yeah. I mean? With like the resources that like Latinos have, or like not growing up knowing these things, you mm-hmm. know, and then having to figure it out. You know, so then having to go having and then going to somebody that, you know, the same thing with like a a therapist. I mean, I know a lot of people have told me like, man, I went to therapy and it was this white old lady who didn't get it. Like I'm telling her about my mom, telling her this or whatever. She just didn't get the culture. I just and or maybe she did get it, but I felt like she didn't because she was this old white lady. The same thing with like finance. I went to this old white dude, you know, and so now it's like, okay, it's a it's a Latina you know, and that female that I can like relate with, especially for the females, because mm-hmm. females are always kind of afraid to like, you know, oh, these, these, this guy's gonna like, you know, take my money. And he's gonna like, you know, yeah. screw me over, you know? Yeah, 100%. And you bring up really, really good points in the industry. One, there's not many female advisors in the, in, in the industry. There is a very, a very small percentage. I think it's like less than 15% of advisors all over the country are are females and then now it's to put the cherry on top the diverse diverse advisors there are not many diverse advisors in the industry so most um traditionally and financial advisors financial planners have been white men and they get older right and there's nothing wrong with it but like they get they get older so they're serving now a population that's becoming more and more diverse and it's hard for them to connect just like you said so that's actually one of the reasons why i got into this field is one to be in a position to be able to give back and help people of color. So that's a, a big, a big part of that's a, that's a big market of mine. Uh, at the target audience or target market for me is um, is diverse professionals. Yeah. So like first generation, second generation, uh, diverse professionals. Yeah, I, I think sometimes it sounds. I, I don't know. I mean, sometimes I, I try to shy away from it because it does. 
it does sound cliche or you try to use it as a crutch, like, you know, the whole diversity and like, oh, we're, you try to make it in spite of that. But I mean, some of those things are like, it's, it's so palpable that you can't ignore, you know what I mean? It's like, like, there's clearly something here. Like I, like I said, I've gone to like conferences and stuff like that. I mentioned that on a couple other podcasts where I know for a fact, I can, I can like look at like a hundred people and there's no, like, they're all just white, white dudes, you know what I mean? And a couple white ladies sprinkled in there, you know, it's just like, <laughs> you know, and even the white ladies are like, you know, they have a better position than me and have, you know what I mean? Like, so, you know, like, I know that, um, I don't want to get into political, but like these, they, I don't remember those women, women marches, they were talking about like, oh, there's like white women marching, but it's like that white lady still has better chance than a, a you know, a minority male, mm-hmm. you know? So um it's it's tough and like just trying to relate as well like you know trying to like talk to some of these guys and you know but one thing i did discuss with my my therapist because he's trying to he's latino and so he's 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 going to be on and we're going to talk about kind of getting more you know destigmatizing it for for latinos and he's saying that's one thing they have figured out that you know a lot of like basically the the that culture like white people for lack of a better term are willing to go to therapy are willing to go and work their shit out. And Latinos are like, no, 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 les vayas y les digas, you know, like that, that's our problems. Don't tell them our problems. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like if you're, you're going to like, you know, go in cheese, man, and they're going to judge our family and you know what I mean? And it's not yeah. about that, you know? Like, no tenemos problemas. Like we're fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're fine. You're fine. Like just, you know, you're fine. So I, I guess, yeah. I, I guess that's a good segue. Like when, like you said, obviously that's a reason you came in, but it's not like they just have open arms and they say, Oh, wow. Like just what we needed. Like, you know, we've been waiting for you. (laughs) I got got a good reality check. I got a good reality check when I started this business and I am. So starting off the business, that was like the really, really the goal, right. It's just to really give back and provide resources and educate uh, those that have been just underserved in this community, in this space. Right. And the, I realized that, they don't want the help. They really don't. Oh, that's want a different. That's a different reality check, though. Yeah, that was. I thought yeah. you were going to say more from from your colleagues or from people within the. I'm. I've actually been very fortunate with uh, colleagues and mentors, and okay. uh, at least where in my in like my financial like in my own business, I have mentors that are also doing the same thing. Um, who are there are a lot of people that are diverse in um, through like I'll mention it through Northwestern Mutual. There are a lot of um, advisors that are diverse. Northwestern Mutual is doing um, it's it's doing a very strong initiative to have more diverse advisors so that we can serve more diverse communities. I am yeah. So it's and when I first started, I think I was one of three women in downtown San Diego. So and that was women. What about minority? So that that was women, and then for minority, I was one of maybe three or four maybe. And now it's, it's evolved a lot. So a few years, fast forward a few years. Now there are many women. And what's awesome is that the women are the top performers in how much is, how much of that is you bringing them in and you growing your business, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Yeah. So I, I'm like, I can't say I didn't contribute to those numbers. No. And and I, and I'm I'm huge with, with, um, helping, uh, recruiting, um, advisors, business because I do believe in, in what we do and it's gonna be a phenomenal career. I am so I do have um recruiting efforts in there. I I was co-leading the diversity and inclusion council for a couple of years. 
So I just stepped down um, January of this year from the Diversity and Inclusion Council as like co-leading it, just so I can focus more on the business, but I'm still involved. Um, but there's a, it was very eye-opening to get into, to come into this business regardless and not see advisors that look a lot like me. So I have a, a couple of things for yeah. me. So one, I'm a female advisor. I'm Hispanic, right? And the last one, I'm LGBTQ, so I'm a lesbian. So it's okay. just like, oh, wow, I'm, I'm a very diverse advisor, right? So I, I've, I've clicked a lot of boxes. Yeah, you're there. checking all those boxes. I, it's like, I've, I've checked those all but, off. You uh, know that uh, BIPOC, uh, the, have you seen that? The, yeah. The, I didn't know what that was at first. I was like, this is BIPOC. I just keep seeing it everywhere. Like we're hiring this BIPOC. I was like, what is that? And then I finally mm -hmm. looked it up. I was like, oh, okay. I yeah. get it. <laughs> I, I recently looked at- So many up. acronyms. Yeah, the acronyms keep on changing just because it's or evolving better said. Yeah, yeah. I am um, yeah, but the 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 Latino community, I think it was it it was a it has been a challenge, right? As much as I wanted to give back and I still want to, I, I realized that they're not welcoming me with open arms to say, hey, we really want to do financial planning. And the big reason that I've at least what I've seen is because culturally it's not taught, it's not accepted to talk about your finances. It's more hush, hush, hush about talking about your finances. And it's, hey, we don't have money, so we don't need to talk to a financial advisor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the, typically that's the, the what I see. Um, but then that's not everybody, right? And then there's just a lot of stigma of certain products. Then if you don't know what you don't know, right? We don't yeah. want to invest because we don't know, or we don't want to- Te van a robar, te van a robar, te van a quitar el dinero. Imagine life insurance. Sometimes we don't want to get life insurance because we think the beneficiary is going to kill us. Like, why? But that's so often. I, 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 I don't know. That's that. a natural thought. <laughs> Make sure you put a clause in there that if you can. No, right. So, so anyway, so these are like just this things that I've that I've heard, and it's a, it's it's um a market of people that deserve the financial education and i'm sure that they want it they just don't know who to go to who to trust yeah. and they might believe it's not for them so i think that's the the stigma that comes with it they just believe it's not for mm -hmm. them that it's for the white person but it's not for them so it's hard to change that unfortunately yeah i mean and and i i think it's definitely an industry where you have to provide a lot of education you know yeah. and you you have to build that trust because you know it, it's it's a long-term kind of game and you have to, people are going to trust you for, for a long amount of time. So it's like, you know, it's not just that quick sell, you know, you're not selling Verizon phones, you know what I mean? It's not just like Correct. a quick turnaround. I think, I think when it comes to fields like that, sometimes people are like, Oh, well, I'm good at sales, you know? And then it's like, well, it's, it's, a little, it's way bigger than that. And there's just, just more to it, you know, as opposed to just like get them, close them and that's it. Correct. You know? It's, this is an industry where, yes it's it's there's sales involved right just naturally that that that's part of it but it's really a high integrity high work ethic place to be in and again unfortunately there are many people that are doing it just for the sale and who are they targeting a lot of times is they're targeting people that maybe don't have a lot of that education so they are sold and they are sold things that was maybe wasn't right for them but they they believe it was at the time. So it's, it's like a yeah. road. 
it's always tough to to kind of overcome somebody else's mistakes too, right? Because you're like they went somewhere else, and then and somebody else, you know, couldn't be trusted. I think yeah. I I get that a lot at work sometimes where they're like, I've been to blah 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 blah, and now I'm coming to you and I want you to fix this, and it's like, dude, like you're like we're gonna have a lot of undoing to do. You can't just come to us and think like we're just gonna fix everything, you know? Yeah. And I think. I don't know about you. I don't know if you get a lot of people that come to you and say, I'm broke, help me make money or help me get rich, you know? And it's like, whoa, wait a minute. You got to like, you know. yeah. Yeah. Like I, I, I do. I, I can't say that I get that often. Like, Hey, I'm broke. Help me make money. Cause I, I can help you with the, I can help someone with planning. Right. But there has to be some type of discretionary income yeah. in there to actually do planning. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So like sometimes um, someone might, might, want to buy a home or retire early and travel the world as their goals, but their income doesn't allow it to do it. So sometimes my advice is, Hey, we can do X, Y, Z to do um, certain types of, of, of planning for you. Um, however, to reach all of your goals, you need to, your income needs to increase. So that's a hard conversation to have because now I have to be yeah. very transparent and honest and just give them the, re- give them that reality that, to accomplish your goals, the income that we have is not going to get us there. Yeah. So that's hard. That's, that's a hard message to deliver. I yeah. Least. Cause I think so. A lot of the times we, we just see it as a, well, I need to work more hours, mm-hmm. you know, and we just quantify money to hours. And I think mm-hmm. that, you know, especially going into like entrepreneurship, I quickly figured out, I mean, we, I mean, I've had those days when we started in, you know, having those 16 hour days and killing yourself. And yeah, I mean, we got a lot done in certain days, but then again, like it, it, we're still here, like the work doesn't go away, you know? Mm-hmm. So you still have to take care of yourself, you know, mm-hmm. and, 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 but find ways to do things smarter, find ways to do things better, more efficient. Um, and just not have to like kill yourself over all these hours and just have that equate to money. You know, it's not a direct correlation. I worked this many hours, got this much money, you know? Correct. Yeah. So I, I'm, I've been measuring more, like measuring my life more on time versus money. So like, yeah. how can I have more time? I am. And I think historically I've been really good at working more because that's what my, well, that was my natural instinct. It's just, I think it's, I think it's a Latino thing too. It's, it's a, you were hard worker. It's a good thing. You know what I mean? If you're not working, you're a slacker. It is webon. You know what I mean? You're like, you know, webona, whatever, which I know it's not a, but it's a, it's, it's not, and that's one thing I've had trouble with too, with like, you know what? I'm not going to do shit today. I'm going to chill. I'm just going to do nothing. You know, it's like, oh, I'm wasting a day. Like I could be productive. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like having that time for, to just hang out. And I know, I, I mean, from your, like, from what I've seen, not just in, in general, but like you, you know, you've gone and, Hey, I'm getting away. You know, I know you just yeah. recently got married, even a honeymoon. And then, mm-hmm. and then it's, Hey, let's take a little mini trip and stuff like that to just get away and just chill, especially right now. Cause we're all just stuck. We're you know stuck. I mean? We're humans. We need to go out. Right. So my, my wife, her name is Maricela. So we've committed a lot to each other where it's just like, we're working really hard, right. To build this vision that's important to us to really give back to provide for our families to help our parents right to help them fix their homes and and help them retire so there's reasons why we're working this hard but we also believe that we need to give ourselves a little break and deserve a little bit rewards so we give ourselves like little little getaways so we 
yeah, we just went on a little mini getaway, like for a day over in Huntington beach. And it was awesome to do that. But we, the way we see it, it helps us just relax a bit and helps us get out of that busy life of business, business, business life, and then family, everything in between. So we just have a little bit of time to ourselves. So we really appreciate those things. We appreciate experiences a lot. So that's how we cope with, um, that's not just how we cope, but that's a a form of it uh, for us to just be in a position where we're taking care of our headspace and not letting ourselves burn out. Yeah. Um, So that's really important for us. That's how we do, do our little getaways. So let me ask you this though. Is it, how are you with spontaneity? Oh, I'm horrible with that. (laughs) I'm horrible with that. I I had a feeling I was like, I had a feeling I'm, I'm willing to get away, but but oh, we must oh, plan it. We must we plan, must plan it. it. My wife's the opposite. Oh, she's the spontaneous she's the opposite. one. Yeah. So we've, I've evolved a little, I've, I've changed a little bit over the years to be more like less like strict and planning. Cause that's, I've always had, have had that personality that I plan everything. Yeah. Cause I've always just had that personality and it's weird for me not to plan stuff. So my wife's on the opposite side. So she's more like spontaneous, just like randomly, like just do something. Like she doesn't have to have a timeline of when to do something. I'm like, no, but what time are we going to dinner? Like, I need to know. Right. Yeah. So, so that's something that has, has, is changing over time, but we both have kind of worked on it. So I've become a little bit less strict. Right. And she's become a little bit less spontaneous so we're we're kind of meeting in the middle to make it so we're both very happy in those spaces yeah I, well i would i would say that like the spontaneity is good i i would say that like you're more think saying of like the 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 recklessness or something when it gets like to the point to where it's like wait 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 a minute like you can slow down like that's you know what i mean but it's good to have that balance i think i think that's that's something good to to um to explore i in general like how have like how long have you guys been together We've been together for five years in March. We've known each other for a lot longer, but five years in okay, March. Okay, five years. And how has that evolved? I guess, and like you're saying, like now you obviously live together and everything. How, how has that communication evolved? Evolved as like was it? Did you, do you think that before you like? Because I feel like I, there was this thing I, I, I could pull it up, but it's more like you're sometimes you're you're attracted to like obviously like that whole opposite thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But then again, you you also want them to, to, um, the things that you like are sometimes the, the things that drew them to you, but then there's also the things sometimes that create conflict, yeah. you know? So I love your spontaneity, but mm-hmm. then you're like, sometimes you're like, God damn it. Like, you know, you're like, it's yeah. just too much or whatever, you know, it's like, so yeah. it's, it creates conflict in the same sense. How has that been for you? I guess. Yeah. So I think it, throughout the years, I think at first it was a little, I'd say it was challenging. I think what has really worked is that we've had a lot of communication. So we're really good at communicating. And I think I've, I've been the one that's not forcing the communication, but I've been more vocal, like, Hey, let's talk about this. I'm feeling this. I'm like, Hey, let's talk about feelings all day. So I was like raising my hand. She didn't want to do that, but she's like, let's have fun. Fuck that. Correct. Right. And then just, it just evolved where we just started to learn how to, how to communicate better and then just be okay with that little bit of that spontaneity. I can't even say the word. Be, be spon- 
I can't say it anyway. <laughs> and that's the weirdo in me. I, I stutter sometimes anyway. Um, and then. Hey, our president stutters. We're good. We're, you could be, you could be president someday. I'm sure that I've been told that before, but I don't yeah. want to. Just kidding. Um, but I don't want to anyway. And, um, yeah, so for for us, we've been I think we've been really fortunate with it just because we 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 do communicate. That's a big thing for us. And we we have like a rule where we don't go to sleep mad at each other. So if there's something wrong, we won't go to sleep, but we'll just talk it out or figure it out. But we're not gonna go to sleep upset. We just will I'm, not do it. I'm smiling because I feel like and no offense, I feel like you made this rule. And oh, 100%. I, feel like, I feel like she has trouble following the rule at times. Oh, 100% has trouble following it. Because you're like, no, no, let's fix it before we go to sleep. And I'm like, let's talk. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's, it, but it's, it's, again, I think we both appreciate just how we, our minds are, how our minds work because yeah. we are very different. We are, I'm again, I'm the planner, hence yeah. a financial planner. Right. And she's more like, Hey, I, 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 she can't have the structure, That the structure is not for her. Right. So then we just learn how to work together and just work it out. So we just have to respect it. I think we just have to respect it. At yeah. Least- I mean, respect, I mean, respect is a huge, huge, huge thing that a lot of people, like, cause a lot of people obviously throw out communication. Right. But I mean, we could communicate all day. I could just be like, fuck off. Like, it'd just be like, Oh yeah, I feel That's this true. way. Okay. Mm-hmm. I feel this way. Okay. You know, and like, see, if you're not, if you don't respect somebody enough to like say like, well, you know, why is that? Or, you know, I actually care why you're feeling that way. And I don't want you to feel that way. Or, you know what I mean? And it's sometimes it's simple things that, that just, you know, the way that, that, that we work can make a big deal. Like, you know what I mean? Like for you, like you said, you're a planner. So if it's like, Hey, I'm being spontaneous, but then you you can say, okay, I'm going to plan this trip, but within that trip, there's going to be stuff that I'm like, let's go do this. And you're like, all right, I'm down because, you know, like, yes, we planned it, but there's room for like, you know, spontaneity between there. You know what I mean? And that's where, that's where they shine. And you're like, and you do the, and I feel like the people who aren't spontaneous sometimes do the, oh, fine. You know what I mean? They're like, they need to be pulled a little bit, you know, but they're like, they want to be pulled too. Cause they're like, I'm not going to be the one to make the decision to be spontaneous, but I'm glad that you're here to make that decision, you know, and, and yeah. to, to, to kind of pull me and you're like, oh, a little bit of teasing, kind of like, I don't want to kind of, you know what I mean? So uh-huh. then it becomes, it becomes a, um, like a push and a pull, but a, a, like a fun one, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I totally get it. And, um, and that's how what happened in, in Huntington beach. Again, I don't know. It's like three weeks ago or so. I am. Um, it was a surprise trip. The most she knew was, Hey, we're going to go somewhere. Oh, you were being spontaneous. I was. Oh, but I too. But well, yeah, but still kind of, you know, you're like, hey. Yeah. And it was because we, and you know, like we had a really good, we had a good year. We've been working, working really hard. And we've, we, we knew that like, hey, we have some serious things to accomplish this year. And we're going to be, be heavily working on these things as we want to, the, again, the vision that we have. So I'm a firm believer that we need to take a little bit of a couple of little breaks here or there um, to relax. So yeah, so I just decided to to go to Huntington Beach. I just told her, hey, just don't make any plans. She didn't know we were leaving San Diego. She had no idea. And yeah, yeah and then she found out where we're going by the time we're, by the time we're driving because the Google Maps or whatever told us where we're going out loud. So that's how she found oh. out. Um, no, but it's all good. 
No discretion from Google. No, huh? that's that. It's those phones. They give away everything. That's true. You Actually, put it in when there. We got engaged. The same thing happened. When we got engaged, we I, the phone burnt you out. Phone. Oh my god. Okay, I want to hear this. <laughs> we, we went to Valle de Guadalupe to a winery, and well, it was before we went to the winery. So I just same thing. It was a few years ago. I said, "Hey, we're gonna go somewhere this weekend." Just. That's all she knows. She didn't know what we were doing. No, she did know that we were going to Valle de Guadalupe, but she didn't know where we were staying. Obviously, she didn't know that she was going to get proposed to. You were the proposer. I was the proposer. Of course, okay. I'm a planner. Okay. <laughs> and um, what happened? So we're, we're getting in the car and I put on the GPS to, to know how to get to that specific place. And it's like, it's going to be an hour and a half or two hours to this specific winery. And we're like, are you freaking kidding me? You just ruined the surprise. But it was still great. Right, but she didn't know she was getting proposed to. She didn't know. She didn't. Okay. I thought I, I, this is what I was thinking. I thought that you planned so much that you like put it in and be like, oh, going to blah, 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 winery for a proposal, proposal. A proposal oh. dinner or something like, <laughs> like you would just plan too much that you're like, it like burned you out in that way. Yeah. But I guess yeah. at that point, it's like, you know, it's still the same thing, right? Because mm -hmm. it's like, it's, it's like on the way there. It's not like it was like, oh, I found out last week. Like, I already knew yeah. where we were going. You know what yeah, I mean? It so it's like, and then you're just in the car and you're like, yeah, let's go. Like, you know, you're like excited to get there, you know, or whatever. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's, that's cool. Mm -hmm. I, was, that's I was wondering, I was like, who was the proposer? But you know, of no, course, of it course. Was, the, the it planner. was me. It was me as the planner, the planner in me. It's like, and the way that happened, I am. So I, I've mentioned vision a couple of times. So I have, uh, when I would, and I started this business at, it was end of 2017. So I wrote a three-year vision and that three-year vision just outlined like what I wanted to accomplish in by the end of 2020. And one of the items in there was that Maricela and I would already be married by the end of 2020. Yeah, so I was reading my vision. It was probably like a year in. Yeah, it was end of 2018. It was end of 20. Yeah, it was end of 2018. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, wait, I put it here that like we want to get like I want to get married. I know she does too by the end of 2020, but we're not engaged yet. So like, that doesn't make sense. So what I ended up doing, I ended up planning the proposal and everything, getting the ring. And then the following month, that's, that's when I proposed. So it was the in vision. 2018? So end of 2018 is when I realized oh, okay. that I was like, wait, we're not engaged oh, yet. Oh, okay, okay. And then early 2019 is when I proposed. And then we got married in late 2020. Yeah. So it was all because of the of vision writing. So vision writing is something that I picked up through this business, so starting this business when I picked it up. And that's really helped with, um, call it my mindset. And I yeah. haven't been, I've, I can't say that my mindset has always been super like amazing because it's, there's, there's a lot of challenges, but that well, vision yeah. keeps me focused on where I'm going. Um, so it's really helped on like, on being in the right, being in the right headspace. Well, I, I think that when we have a vision, some, there's the misconception that, that it's a, it's a direct trajectory up. Like you said, like, oh, it keeps me going. But yeah. it actually goes up and down and up. But oh. as long as it has that, like, you know, that destination, you know, mm -hmm. 
and you keep your eye on that, then that's where, you know, okay, we can adjust and everything. But everyone's like, oh, like on my vision, I'm, I'm slowing down. It's like, well, then that's, it's those ebbs and flows, right? It goes up yeah. and down. And so yeah. it, okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to see as far as, cause I think, I think sometimes I'm like in the middle, I'm like spontaneous, but I also need to kind of plan it out. Like, like I like this, for example, this podcast, I've been saying I was going to start it for years. I've been saying, yeah. oh yeah, I need to start my podcast. I start my podcast. But now that I started it, I feel like I started it in a different place. I feel like if I would have started it before, it wouldn't have been what what it is now. You know, I feel like I would have it would have been more like me just trying to be funny, and I feel like it would have been forced. So, um, but what I've also noticed is that sometimes for some people, they'll set a blueprint, mm-hmm. right? And sometimes that blueprint, if it doesn't turn out the way that they do, or if things aren't working out in that way then they feel very down on themselves and they feel like, or if they maybe have a change of heart, they mm-hmm. feel like, no, I have to keep going with my blueprint. Or if something doesn't fit into what their blueprint is, then it, it's just not, and it's not happening. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, and so sometimes what I've noticed is they find it hard to adjust. Have you ever had an issue with that or? Yeah, that's a, that's a really good point. So I think prior to starting my business, I had a blueprint. So I had a blueprint. So I used to work for a bank um, and I did really well, was promoted like on a yearly basis. So I did well. And on the blueprint was by this time, I'll get promoted. By this time, I'll get promoted. By this time, I'll get, I'll do this. And then once I hit a certain metric, I didn't know what else. I just, I, I had, my blueprint was only for so long. Yeah. I didn't have anything after hitting this certain milestone. And that really mess with me because I'm like, okay, what's next? I didn't really, I wasn't really building a vision. I was just building, I was just going up the corporate ladder. That's yeah. all I was doing. So, so let me ask you, uh, what about in your personal life? Because I think that that's where there's more like, that's where there's more, there's more gray areas, right? Cause if you're like, oh, I got, I'm at this goal. I got this promotion. But in your personal life, it's like you said, oh, I want to be married. Mm-hmm. But then, then if, if something were to happen, then it's like, oh, everything's getting fucked up, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. So like, I think like getting, getting married was a, uh, was a personal goal. Like it wasn't a blueprint. Like I'll get married by this, by like on this month or on this day and I'll have this. What, what about day. age? What age? Nope. Never yeah. had an age to get married. Actually, I okay. never thought that marriage was in the picture for me. I really didn't think of it until Maricela and I were like, really together that's that just felt like a possibility but prior to yeah. that i never thought of by this age i'll have kids by this age i will be married by this age i'll do xyz i've i haven't looked at it that way yeah and like really personal talk for me my, my professional life is very tied to my personal life um it heavily for like one of the things that i want to accomplish personally it's for me it's just be a good person right? I want to continue to provide for the family and Maricela wants to do the same thing. So we're both aligned in that space and give back to the community. So we want to be in a position to donate, to give back to the, like for me, the school that I went to when I was younger, I am to get like, for me also like the helping the LGBT center, some other stuff. I am, but we don't have timelines of like, by this date, we want to donate this much money or, or do X, Y, Z. We just focus on being good people more than, more than anything. So when I think about personal targets or anything like that, I don't have a clear 
blueprint personally. I really don't. Yeah. Um, I guess my mind has just is I I guess I'm just very business oriented. <laughs> I, I could I could tell I could tell you that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's good. I think it's um I, I think you have a good balance because I you don't wanna like I said, the whole point of this is not to make those too rigid, right? Is to to make it like, look. This isn't about you, Maricela. I need to fucking be married by this age, whether it's you or somebody else. But I need to be married because I can't be this age and not be married. Like, you know, those type of people where you're like, dude, that that has no like nobody cares. Like, no, nobody cares. Like, well, because it's like maybe like the vision that you have. It's like, I always envision myself meeting this type of person or you know what I mean? Like you said, you didn't envision yourself getting married. And what do you think? What do you think brought that upon? You know what I mean? What, yeah. Where do you think that came from? Like, you're just like, I'm, I'm never going to get married. I mean, yeah, I just, yeah, I never thought of like, I, when I was little, like, I, you know, you hear people sometimes are like, I'm going to have this type of dress or I'm going to have this type of wedding, these types of decorations. I was yeah. completely lost. Like, I don't, I'm not very creative in that space. So like having that ideal wedding, I had no idea what that wedding was going to look like. Right. And Maricela, same thing. She had no idea what the wedding was going to look like, no idea what the dress was going to look like or how to get my makeup done, any of that stuff. And I know many people or many we women yeah. already have that in their mind since they yeah. were, I never had that just maybe it was, uh, it was because of the, Hey, I, I thought there was something not wrong with me growing up, but just the, Hey, I, I like, I like women. And I just never thought it was in the cards. For me, every guy that I dated, like if they were just, they were good people. They were good guys, but yeah. there was something wrong with them. Why they were guys. And I didn't realize that growing. I didn't realize that. No, <laughs> There's like, something wrong with you. Back then. So just me being not, not finding a guy that I was really attracted to or not finding a guy that I really like wanted to be with. I just thought, Oh, I'm just never going to find anybody. And then I realized like, oh, she's like, actually, because I like girls or whatever. So that's, that was that story. But then also it's not easy to find, um, we call it a partner that yeah. you align with. And the way with the way it happened with Maricela, it just happened and it felt right. Um, it felt right immediately. So it just, it's just felt natural to go that route, but that's it. But it's yeah. definitely not something that I planned at all. Yeah we had a beautiful wedding. Like we ended up getting a Pinterest, all that stuff to like figure out what we wanted, but yeah, I never envisioned that growing up, never envisioned it. So one of the, the whole central theme he, that we've, I mean, behind calling it weirdos only is, is, is when, when did you feel like a weirdo? And I feel like we're kind of, I don't know if you want to, if that's where you want to take, feel like a weirdo, like saying, dating a dude and just doing things that dudes were like, Oh, this girl's weird. Like, why does she, you know what I mean? Or like yeah. stuff like, I don't know if that's one thing, but that's one thing that I usually ask people, like, when did you feel like, when was the time that you felt like a weirdo? Um, whether you were being authentic or you're kind of like kind of figuring yourself out and you're, and somebody's just like, you know, yeah, wow, you're weird. Or you're, you know what I mean? Like stop doing that. You know, it's like when, when you're anxious or something and people are just like, dude, relax. Yeah. He was like, oh, okay, let me just relax real quick. You know oh, what sure, I mean? Like, <laughs> sure. So I think something about me that I've I, I think I've accepted about myself is that I know I am weird. I know I am when I say weird, that I am 
I myself, I'm a goofy person. Yeah. I laugh at a lot of things. I think in our group, everybody was pretty goofy. That that's why we all just got along. Nobody cared. Like, oh, he's he's being weird. No, we were all being weird. <laughs> I'm super dorky, and I love it. That's how I am. Yeah. And I didn't accept that a lot growing up. So, like, like obviously with friends and everything, I was cool yeah. with it. But I think in the professional environment in corporate America, I didn't really accept that. I, I felt like I had to be a certain way. I had to be, mm. I had to be again in the corporate world, dress a certain way, act a certain way. Same, around same. Certain yeah. Way, right. So I, I wasn't myself. I didn't realize that I dress wasn't a certain way. Oh, I can't wear this, you know, cause it... I was told for, for years, I was told that I was unapproachable. I was told that, um, that I was, I was again, very, very strict. Again, I have a certain personality. I know that, um, but it, oh, I, I wasn't that's that's that bulls oh you're intimidating because they want you yeah. to be docile or you know they want yeah. you to be so again in the position that i was in i i thought that i had to act a certain way and i realized that i didn't i wasn't being my true authentic self but my true authentic self i'm like now in my like client meetings i bring melissa to the table yeah i'm not trying to be absolutely anybody else i joke around with my clients and if that doesn't align with them, we probably shouldn't work together. Right. So I'm it's because I accept them for who they are and I hope that they accept me for who for who I am. So I, I and I say like me being a weirdo would be me being a really, really goofy person. And I'm 100 percent OK with it yeah. I wasn't before. And now I'm in a place where I'm just OK, let me live my true authentic self. And I realize that people really value that about, about me. And most people say like, oh, I bring a certain light to the table now, whatever. When before it was like, oh, Melissa's coming. Like, yeah. That's, that's not cool. Oh, I, that made me feel bad too. And it like, it, well, when they were intimidated by you or, or what do you mean? Yeah, because that made me feel like I was a bad person. Like, was, in, like innately bad, like just who you were, right? Like just yeah. like, but like I, wait, what am I doing? I'm not doing anything. They're just like, oh my God, stop it. You know, yeah. Like and that was a struggle. And I think growing up, um, I, I, I think I, I think I was put in a box of this type of person that was uh, maybe mean or strict or this and didn't really care about people. And I'm not that person at all, but I was put in that box and that sucks yeah. to, be, to be thought of that way. But that was like, call it maybe an image that I created because I thought that was the image I should be creating and not being who I really, really am. Um, so now I'm just like, like you, you might like, I don't really do selfies or anything, but you might see selfies. I'm like, Hey guys, like, it's just like, it's just who I am. And I love it. Yeah. My, my, my wife, she says that I'm a total dork and she freaking loves it. That's one of the things that she loves about me. So it's awesome to be with someone who's also very accepting of who I am and also to be in a, an environment in a very professional environment where I can still be who I am and it's very accepted, which yeah. I didn't think was possible before in, in the environment I was, I was in before. Yeah. And, and I guess it, if you would have kept going down that route, you probably wouldn't have been happy. Right. Cause you're like, Oh, I can't, I can't be myself. I can't really, you know, I'm not, I can't embrace this and just, just like you said, it's, it's worked into your life. It's not like that's work. And then this is after work. Like you always yeah. have those people that are always, 
running out out of work and they're like i need to get away and like obviously the good stuff about like go and get away to carry stuff but they're always like i'm just going to work so i can go on vacation and it's like ah, <laughs> eh, like that's i don't know i feel like it, and that's why i mean i we, we we took our own risk here i mean for the longest and i you know we i didn't make a fucking dollar like and it was like having that vision right of like which direction are you going and the, the outside world as well is like judging you well you're this age you should have this you should have that or you know what are you doing because they don't see the vision i mean my mom was pissed when I was, she was like you don't have insurance you know you know because they're starting a business i mean obviously yeah, i don't have health insurance because it's just our own business so you know but like i think that the reason i call it weirdos is because it's it sounds more more um it sounds funnier it sounds more more relaxed but what I what I was initially thinking was what you're saying is the authenticity about just being yourself. And that's when you're a weirdo and you're willing to be a weirdo, you know what I mean? With your friends, like you said, like that that same person, because then you go into, the, like you said, to work and you like you feel like, oh, I got to leave that person at the door. Yeah. You know what I mean? I totally get it. And I'm I'm a firm believer that you should. There's like there's three things to look at, like in a like in a career. Um, like if you're like if exploring a career change or exploring a specific company is one is whatever you're going to do is that the right career for you like the right industry for you another one is it the right company for you right it's like is it the company that you want to represent or not the third one is it the right culture is it going to be the place where you can truly live your true authentic self and be very comfortable and bring your best every single day and if one of those things don't align you probably won't be happy in what you're doing yeah yeah so, and yeah, I mean, every job's going to have its, you know, its tedious tasks yeah. and it's, you know, but I think, like you said, it, it's being able to to come authentically. And I, I also, when like, I always hear, like, I have friends that'll reach out that'll maybe say, Hey, I, I need, I need to be more assertive, you know, or I need, you know what I mean? They want, they want to be things that they aren't, you know? And so it's always yeah good to build on on some of your weaknesses. But then some of those weaknesses are also strengths and they're, and they're leading you in a, in a certain direction, right? Mm -hmm. Whether they're saying, whether they're screaming out to you like, yo, th this isn't good. You need, to, you need to work on this. Or it's just like, hey, you're going in the wrong direction, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's like, I would rather, like when they say, well, if you were more assertive, you could probably be making, you know, a lot more money or whatever. But it's like, I'm being myself. So I'd rather be happy and, and not make as much money than to be, you know, somebody who I'm not. And then be making you know buttloads of money because it's not gonna it's not gonna do anything you know what i mean it's not gonna it's not gonna help me because i'm just gonna have to keep going like oh shit. not being myself is the way i can be successful which then by default myself is not somebody who can be successful and is not good and then it's that slippery slope of now it's like everything mm -hmm. everything about me is bad so i got to do the opposite of who i really am in order for me to be good and be successful yeah. and you know yeah, I, I think happiness is much more than money. Like happiness is much more than money. So it's just really feeling comfortable and happy with who you are, the relationships that you're building um, or that you have with family, friends, whatever it is. It's much more than um, the amount of income that someone makes for sure. Because it's, yeah, yeah, like can you make more money by being unethical? 100%. A lot of people can, but are you going to be okay? with doing that and if you're okay with that okay <laughs> like i guess but if like but can you really be like truly truly okay with that and live with yourself and say that hey i'm a good person or whatever so i like I, i'd say i'm i'm very value 
oriented with yeah. uh, everything that I do and I can sleep at night and not, not think of that. I'm, I, that everything that I'm doing is to do good in this world in some capacity, whether it's to give back, help family, help clients, uh, what, whatever it is, it's just to do good. Um, so I feel happy yeah. about it. But of course, there's a lot of doubts. Like, there's no doubt that it's not just like this. It's not a perfect picture. It's not that perfect bl blueprint. There, yeah. it's like, oh, we're doing, we're doing well, we're doing well. Oh, sh shit! It's like it's all, all over the place. The roller coaster is there. So I'm, I mean, for me, the way I some of those that that roller coaster is having having the tools to to be able to handle the lows, you know, and like I, I like when I was doing comedy, I always tell people it's like it's easy to be on top, you know, it's easy to be that top guy and everybody loves you and stuff like that. But even that top guy, everyone, everyone falls and everyone, you know what I mean? And then you're, it's hard. So, um, it's, it's the ups and downs and, and having the tools to deal with the downs, you know what I mean? Because that, that's, what's gonna, that's, what's gonna, you know, that's, what's gonna define you. So I guess on, on that note, how, how do you feel, what, what are the tools or, or, or coping mechanisms that you've used or just learning or whatever? for to deal with those times yeah during the the downs that's when having a very strong why is important or that vision so it's just reminding you it reminds me of okay why am i doing what i'm doing it's for xyz so just under like knowing and accepting that there will be some um, um volatility in some sort and being you know, saying okay it's okay we're going to get through this and just remember that why and that why is what continues to get me going so that's one the other one that was it's pretty recent for me is i started journaling mm. journaling has been very helpful just yeah. to write down stuff in the morning what um what what's going on in my head and then that way i just put pen and paper that's really helped i am i think Mid last year, maybe a little earlier, I was working with a, a great business coach. And one of the things that we were focusing on was mindset. And one of the things that she recommended for me to do was to have a confidence journal, a confidence journal where every evening after my typical workday, I write down when I felt confident and why I felt confident mm, and also write down why I didn't feel confident and why I didn't feel confident. And what I found is that I was constantly telling myself stories that were not true. That when I didn't on the feel, lows or the highs on the lows, okay, on the lows, on the lows, I was telling myself stories that I was making stuff up in my own head. Like those are true. I just felt a certain way for a certain reason, but that reason was not true. It was something I made up in my head. Yeah, and I didn't realize that I was doing that. But what I what I realized during these exercises was. I was feeding stuff into my head that I shouldn't have. And I was focusing on the negative versus focusing on the positive. And yeah. so now journaling, I still do that confidence journal. Um, so again, just stay because I want to feed my brain the right way. And yeah. then the other one that I've been doing, I think for about two years. Yeah, I'd say about two years now is at one o'clock. My alarm always goes on on my phone, off on my phone. Of and, course, uh, alarm. <laughs> oh yeah, I have alarms, and you're, you're getting the gist. Yeah, yeah. The, the alarm is a grateful alarm. So whatever I'm doing, 
if my alarm pops up at 1 p.m. and that's a moment where I just take two seconds or 20 seconds, whatever it is, to say what I'm grateful for. Maybe is it grateful for a client that I just spoke to? Maybe it's grateful that for my family, whatever it is. So I'm constantly trying to feed my mind the positivity. Have I had down moments 100%? Yeah, of course. So it goes back to talking it out. My business coach really helped me and she would just challenge me a lot and just say, what is the worst thing that can happen if this occurs? Yeah. And if you don't do X, Y, Z to call it improve or to get over it or whatever, what's the worst that can happen? And that is a lot worse than this other one. Yeah. Right. So, and I, I think it's, it's, it's constantly asking myself is whatever, am I, whatever I'm thinking, is it serving me well or not? And most times if it's a negative thought, it's not serving me well. And how can I change that into a positive thought? I am, it's not easy. So I, I, I definitely had many down moments last year, like the getting married, we were supposed to get married in July, then COVID and we had yeah. a wedding, then some, a lot of people, we had to change the guest list. Some people didn't make the cut, you know, it's like there yeah. was, and there was a family that didn't go to the wedding and very close family that didn't go to the wedding that broke my heart for them not to go. So those are like freaking roller coasters. It's like, oh, then I'm growing my business. And it's like, then my wife's growing her business. Like, oh my gosh, like, there's so much going on where I going back to those little tactics, those little journalings and re constant refreshers, looking at my why, reading my vision, talking to mentors really made all the difference in the world. And um, yeah, I don't think I, I, I don't think I would be in the mental space that I'm in right now if it wasn't for the people around me, like my wife, my business coach. Yeah, community is a big part of it. So it's a huge part of who you are. And a lot of the times we just look inward and, you know, just think about us. Correct. And I think in my previous, in my previous career, I, I, I think I, I was constantly taught before to separate personal and professional life. Like, yeah, same. Over here, your personal life's over here, right? Don't bring it to the door, which I totally get. I am. But what does that mean? You don't get to really talk about stuff. Like if something's really happening in your life, so it's okay to talk about it, right? Yeah. And encouraged to talk about it. And now it's it's my my peers and my mentors are my family that I, I talk to them. Like I'm going through this. Um, can you help me out? And they just all snap me out of it. <laughs> so yeah, it's not that easy, but it's 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 helpful to have that community. No, I think, I mean, everything that I'm hearing, I definitely, I, I commend you. I commend you for like, I mean, I think there's some of that, the positive and negative sometimes because to people can sound very cliche, right? Just think positive and just do this and just do that. But those little, those little tactics make such a huge difference. You know what I mean? Those little practices that like you're saying, like, like the journaling and, and thinking of those thoughts, I, I was going to ask, I don't know if you, if you meditate. So I feel like that, that would be a really like, Cause I feel like that's kind of what you're doing. Right. And that's in that state of like, you're, you're getting into your brain, you're kind of digging in like, okay, what's going on for me. Um, but you have a, it, it's, it's good. I mean, it's good that you have a strong, a strong community, a strong, you know, people around you that can, that can help you out through things and, and vice versa that you can help each other out. Um, and that's definitely something that I always, always noticed about like you and your family, 
you know, mm -hmm. there's so you know, there's so many of you and, and just your friends as well. Like just, you know, there was always people like whenever we were, there was always, whether they were your family or not, there's always people, you know what I mean? And so it was always a good place to be, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like, I, you know, and so there's, there's good energy there, which is always, doesn't mean that it's always, like you said, it's not always friggin', you know, roses and cupcakes, but it's, you know, it's, uh, you have somewhere like a soft place to land you know, and, and that's yeah. always a good thing. Um, especially given, given the, the communities that we came from, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Having the, the, the sense of community is very, it's, it's been a huge part for me. And just, I am also like speaking with people that, uh, that are having very similar struggles, like with business, right? Like growing a business, being your, your, your own boss, having business expenses, all of that. It's not, I am not everybody understands it. Right. So you can't, sometimes you can't talk about it with everybody. So that's been a challenge too, that like, yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, like, that, that makes to, me... like finding the right people to talk about certain things with, like you said, uh, it, so that's where I when I was going to mention it, you mentioned it since the beginning, we started talking about mentors. I feel like a lot of people aren't willing to put themselves and it's a, it, you have to put yourself in a vulnerable state to reach out and have a mentor. You know, because so many people aren't willing to to say, hey, I respect who you are. I like what you're doing. Um, you know, I'd, I'd like to to for you to be my mentor. I think even for the for the mentee, sometimes it's like, whoa, like, you know, like I'm, I can't be a mentor. Like, whoa, wait a minute. Like, this is this is too much. You know, yeah. what are you going to learn from me kind of deal? You know, but then you like kind of continue to build that and pass that on as well you know but, but it's great to have mentors and for different things too it doesn't have to be somebody that's just a business mentor you know somebody that's a spiritual or, or whatever it may be like you know somebody who just you go to just because they make you they know how to maybe handle their emotions better you know and mm -hmm. that's, that's why you go to them because they know mm -hmm. that you know like you said they can bring you back to earth when you're yeah. you know going crazy because Maybe the other mentor is kind of like, oh, well, just do this and just, you know, just keep your head in the game, you know, and somebody else is like, okay, what's really going on and what's, you know, cause I like I recently had a friend that was like having a, a tough time and she's like, I know I shouldn't be thinking this way and I know, you know, if I go to my family, they're going to tell me, you know, hey, just relax, it's going to be fine, but, you know, she came to me and I'm like, no, you're 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 valid get it out like she's like no i know i shouldn't be i was like yeah but you're thinking it and you're gonna keep going through and you're gonna keep ruminating in it even yeah. though you know that it, you know what you should do but you mm -hmm. still have to kind of go through it yeah. you know what i mean you can't just like try to push it down and be like oh no it shouldn't hurt i shouldn't be frustrated you know it's just like okay go through it and then you're gonna feel a lot better you mm -hmm. know yeah completely agree I, I i i think that's what the journaling helps with mm -hmm. writing stuff down so to let it out whatever is going on in your head like just let it out and it's just free writing and do you ever go back and read it i have in the past like actually i was i was typing up an email i don't know like last week or something i was uh, someone was asking me stuff about mindset so i was just looking at my notes i'm like oh i was like wow i wrote this like it was just so surprising yeah like wow like there's just some really interesting stuff in there that i didn't even I don't even remember, but when I, well, I, I wrote it down, clearly. For me, sometimes if I'm frustrated or something and I write it in there and when it feels like it's like, like there's no hope or whatever, and you, then you go back and look at it six months later, it's like, well, obviously there was hope because now I'm like six yeah. months ahead, you know? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that, that's definitely, that's definitely good practice. You know what I mean? To just have that and, 
And yeah, and continue to build off of that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, I think at least um, for if for me, I one thing that I've struggled with a lot, I've just been challenged with, is raising my hand to get my needs met. So you mentioned earlier, like mm. asking for a mentor, like you raise your hand and say, I want a mentor. And I would like for, I'd like for us to have a mentor relationship, whatever, informally, formally. I, I, I haven't been the type. Um, well, recently I've, I've been a lot better, but before I was really shy to ask for help. I think asking for help was like not accepted for me, mm-hmm. like to be okay with saying like, I need help was not something that it was easy for me. It's like a hyper-independence kind of like, I don't need anybody kind of deal. Like, uh, I'm fine. I'll, I'll take care of it. Yeah. And I realized, I, and it took me a long time to realize it, but I realized that that was really hurting me, not speaking up and saying that and being vulnerable, being okay with vulnerability. Again, I think, I, I think going back to my oh. previous career, yeah. I would never say I need help for something. It was just, you figure out how to do it and you do it well. And that's yeah. what I always say. And it'd be, again, running your own business or whatever. It's like, yeah, you need help. You need to ask for advice, feedback. Other people have gone through the same things that you're going through. And it's okay to tap on tap someone on their shoulder and just say like, hey, if like, what did you do when this happened or if this happened to you? And, um, so what my mentors have always have told me for a long time, it's Melissa, you need to get your needs met. And I didn't like, it didn't click. It didn't click. That's one thing I was going to ask you too. Cause I was like, I mean, and it, and that's the thing is there's a lot you're, you're talking about. And well, first off, I, like I said, again, I want to commend you because I feel like your leaps and bounds. Some of the stuff you're saying is great. I mean, some people can't even get like, you're, you got a great mindset, but it's also like I'm hearing a lot of like I'm helping this person, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. But that's what I was gonna ask is what about what about Melissa? You know what I mean? Like, cause I feel like you're definitely a good resource and and help a lot of people. But mm-hmm. then sometimes that can get like overwhelming and your 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 cup can overflow with other people's stuff. And then it's like, wait, where is Melissa and who is Melissa? Yeah. Yeah, it's it is. Yeah, I do help a lot. I, I I'm a, a natural wanting to help people. Like oh, I just, I'm on the same page. So that's why I'm like, I, I that's why I asked the question. because yeah, like, I naturally want to do that. And I also have to remind myself that I need to take care of Melissa in order to help. Yeah. If I don't take care of Melissa, then my impact is nowhere near of what is important to me. I am. So really, and, and now I am raising my hand and asking for help. I've seen some peers or like some other advisors and they're asking for help and I'm looking at what they're accomplishing. I'm like, all they did was ask. Yeah. Now I have a good friend and she's, she's an advisor. We've been doing it for about the same time. And she's really fast to just raise her hand and ask for something. And now what I'm doing is it's like, okay, what would she do? Like she would ask for help. So now I'm starting to think like, okay, what would she do? Mm. And I'm realizing it's like, oh, wow. All I had to do was just be a little bit vulnerable and be okay that I don't have all the answers. Yeah, no, that, that's always a, a great tool. I think um, like in the same concept of like, what would she do? I always tell people, it's like, like you were talking about the confidence of what you have when you didn't feel confident. It's mm-hmm. like, what would you tell your friend? 
You know mm-hmm. what I mean? If she was down, would you just be like, yeah, yeah, you're, you you can't do it. You know, this, and then, but that's the stuff you're telling yourself. Mm-hmm. You, you, you can't, this is too much money for you. How could you manage all this money for somebody? Like you've never seen all that money in your life. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, but if somebody told you that, Hey, like I had a big account and you would probably be like, no, you could do it. Like, yeah, you, you know, you got the tools, you got the experience, but you don't tell yourself that sometimes you're just kind of like, no, nah, I can't do this. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's easy to just get to, it's, it's scary to do certain things, right? The self-dialogue so, and the, what you're telling yourself matters. Gosh. Yeah, it really, really does. It's, it's so important. Like what you feed your head, what type of water you drink, what you put in your body, like all of that matters. Yeah. I really, I, it took me a long time to realize it. And it's really recent that I realized that it, all of that stuff matters. Like the mindset was a big one last year. Like that was the theme. Mindset was the theme last year. So started listening to podcasts or listening to audiobooks to my mind the right way. Social media. I am like, I, 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 I don't see a lot of political stuff on social media anymore. So, cause yeah. I don't have those feeds anymore. Cause I stopped clicking on them. Yeah. What? My social media is not negative. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like, so I'm not saying politics is not important, but I wanted to do to control my environment, what I'm getting fed and not let outside things negatively affect me. Um, yeah. And that's, it's not easy to do, but social media was a big one to not go on the negative side. Cause it's so easy to go that route. Oh yeah. So oh yeah. I mean, it's, it's uh, and it's it, like when people say like social media is drama or whatever it may be, it's, it's, it's more the people, you know what I mean? Like those people are still going to be drama, whether they're on Instagram or Facebook or, you know what I mean? They're going to cause issues wherever they go. You know, that's what you said. Like get rid of those people, like, you know, fix your, fix your feed and then fix your life feed. You know, who is in your community, who's in your life that, you know, you're dealing with that. Yeah. Who like, yeah. Then there's, um, there's, uh, like, business partners, like referral partners that I have. And they're, uh, they're really good friends and very like-minded and they're, um, going through similar challenges, similar wins, similar visions. And, um, so it's awesome to have, again, a, the community of people that you can tap their shoulder and say, Hey, I'm going through this. We're in completely different industries, but you're also, you've also had your business for this amount of time. Like, what do you recommend? And it's awesome to hear. Like with, when I was going through the wedding, like with like the, all the changes because of COVID family, certain family not going, et cetera. I was, yeah, I was not in a, I was not in a good place, like at all in a good place. Yeah. And um, yeah, chatting with people about it that wasn't family was so important. Was so important because family did not get it. Yeah. They didn't get it. They like a non, get it. non-biased party kind of deal hmm. Yeah. So it was it was great to just hear a different um, a, just a different perspective of everything and being OK with listening to that. And doesn't mean that every so specific person would have the right answer, um, but just being open to it. Yeah. And I, again, being vulnerable was not something that I was used to doing. This is very new for me to just leave that, put that guard off and just say that Melissa's human, right? I, I cry, I laugh, I do everything. Uh, but I have really big fat tears to top it off. <laughs> really big fat tears. What does that mean? Is it your, I don't know. Like eyes well up or what is it like? 
I don't, I don't know, but my, my tears are like legit, like really fat. Like, giant like, tear ducts. Yeah. Like for no reason. They're just really I'm just imagining like the cartoons, you know, when it comes out, like, 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 like fountains, like it's just like, fountains. I mean, I, I, I hate to make this about me, but I, I it's just, I, I knew, you, I mean, your self-awareness is just, it, it's great. I mean, even though you're like, I didn't know this, I didn't know that, but you at least continue to dig into yourself. And the way I'm saying, I hate to make it about me because I knew that like, I was like, you know what? I got to get her on like, because. Yeah. Because I've seen like some of the stuff you post, and I I, I I believe I messaged you a couple of times. I think you just posted like something like, "Hey, have a nice day," and I was like, "Dude, this just your energy just cheered me up." Like just seeing that, that was just like, "Hey guys, have a nice day today," you know. <laughs> and I think a lot of people, you know, sometimes cynical people are like, "Eh, like whatever," you know. But then like there's the people out there that are just like, "Hey, that's yeah, good." Like there's no. There's not much substance to it, but it's just the energy, right? It's just like, hey, you know, have a good day today, you know, yeah. kind of deal. You know, yeah. and when it feels genuine, it it's it's a it's it's a it feels good. You know, because mm -hmm. I I've had people that are just like you know I I I dated somebody that would every time I left she would say make good choices and I was like ah get out of here like cause it, was, <laughs> <laughs> it just seemed like she was like don't do like you know kind of like more of like a, a finger wagging as opposed to like hey you know wish you the best kind of have a good day kind of deal you know make and good choices. Like, you know, I was like, ah, get out of here. It's like, I'm, I'm gonna be more reckless just because of that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not gonna make good choices because yeah. of you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In spite of, just to spite you. <laughs> Forget yeah. you. So yeah, I mean, like, I mean, if there's anything else that you kind of want to add or, you know, I don't want to, I, I know your, your, your calendar is, uh, is, is very, very structured. I don't want to take too much more of your time, but it's been great. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't know if there's any, anything you want to add in there that you've gone through or something that, you know, yeah, it's, I, I think we touched on, on, on a lot already, like, like obviously the little tactics that, that I've been using, which has been helpful. Um, and I, I think we'll just end it at this and it's okay to be yourself and it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to share your thoughts, share your feelings. And like, it's 100% accepted. And if whoever is listening to it and if they feel that it's not accepted, it's okay. It's okay. Just reach you. You're a friend. Like you can read, like people can reach out to you. People yeah. can reach out to me um, just to talk and that's okay. Right. It's, I, I think it's just, I think getting rid of the stigma that I maybe having feelings or talking about it is not accepted. It's not easy, but I think, okay with that, you know, I think at the, at the core of what you're saying is, is, is having that community. And, you know, and if, if there are people within that community of, of, you know, your family or whatever it may be, then sometimes maybe you need to kind of, you know, change, change that, you know, or communicate with those people. I know that some of them are difficult to change. Like you can't really get rid of your mom. You're like, you know what, mom, it ain't working out. But, you know, it's like, it's, it's having those, those people that you can go to, you know, at, at least for me, I don't, I, I, I don't take it any, I don't take any offense if we haven't talked in years and you reach out to me because, Hey, I noticed you're doing this or, or, Hey, I remembered you used to do this and, or whatever, or, Hey, I just, rem I just remembered. And I just, you know, I just, something reminded me of you. What's up. I don't take any offense. And I was like, Oh, what the hell? Like I, like if anybody feels to reach out, like, Hey, you know, I'm trying to go to this comedy club in LA, like, which one should I go to? I'm always like, yeah, go to this one. Like, I'm not going to be like, Oh, you never text me. And now you text me for this. 
Like, I'm not by no means. I'm like, whatever, dude. Like, and if that's all it is, all right, cool, man. Thanks. Hope you're doing well. Yeah, no worries. You know, like, what, what am I going to like? Oh, how dare you? You know, <laughs> like, and it's really sad that sometimes it does happen that way. Sometimes people do react that way. It's like, oh, now they're texting me and they didn't, they haven't talked to me in forever or whatever. You're so like, fake. You're so fake. Like, you can, you know. Why? I just got a message. I think it was like last two weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago, I, I got a message from someone that um, that used to work with me and I technically was their their manager and they were asking for a letter of recommendation or something like that. I'm like, sure, like happy to. We haven't talked since then. And yeah. there was like another person messaged me the other day, also from the same work environment in the past, also asking for something. And it's like, great, happy to help. Like it's okay. It, it's okay that we don't talk to people all the time. Like it's completely fine. And something that you mentioned just a moment ago is um, it's like who you're talking to, like, um, like maybe you can't change people. That's something that um, I struggled with too. And now like, the way I'm looking at it is, okay, I can't change the person, right? You just, it's just not like, I can't change my mom. I can't change my sisters. I can't change specific friends. What I can change is my reaction to whatever yeah. they're saying or whatever is happening. And I have to understand, we have to understand our audience. Like if I wanna talk about a specific topic, is that the person to talk about it with? Maybe it's not and it's yeah. okay. So we have to like be able to um, understand what people play certain roles in your life. And it's okay that, that we can't have the same conversation that we had with a specific friend um, the same way that we had it 10 years ago, because yeah. we evolve, we change and everything like yeah, that. Exactly. And, okay. Um, and I, I did struggle with that because I wanted yeah. like, why do they think this way? Or why don't they, this and this and that, or blah, blah, blah. And the moment I, I removed the expectation, just remove expectations from people. And I just focused on my reaction. Huh. I'm a lot yeah. more at peace or, or like I have more peace. And I think it's important for you to know, like, as you mentioned, and, and it's something that, that you're, you're working with and myself as well, is knowing your own needs, too, and then setting those boundaries to say, hey, this is what I expect of this relationship, whether it be a relationship with uh, your wife or a relationship with your mom. And knowing where that is and to say, hey, like drawing those boundaries of like, OK, I'm not going to this is not something we're going to engage in because this is obviously something a need that isn't met here. Or you're trying to help your mom and then she's like, ah, you get out of here or whatever. You're like, okay, I need to, I need to stop helping. I need to draw that boundary to be like, whenever I do this, I get this reaction. So I need to, because it doesn't make me feel good. I need to kind of step away from that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So that those are conscious efforts that I'm doing constantly with, um, just cause I know that, I, that it's, it's necessary. It's just like, okay, I, if I do this, I know it's going to cause this reaction with the other person. Yeah. So choose my battle and I just choose not to. And I, every time I go the other direction where I do the thing that I shouldn't do, cause it just causes the negativity, whatever. I'm like, why did I do that? I knew that was going to happen. Why did I do that? So it's going back to like really controlling your environment. It's like, who is coming into that circle? Like your safe bubble, right? Obviously yeah. in, but I think it's important to be very protective of it. And that you're you're inviting people that are encouraging you, not beating you down. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess we can leave it at that. But awesome. Yeah. Thanks. 
thanks for joining me again i'll i will i will put your your information on there so people can contact you if they're interested in something in, in financial planning and then we'll go from there again thanks again and i really appreciate it and i'll tag you on instagram yeah awesome well Ed, this is awesome thanks for doing this weirdos only podcast this was fun awesome right. i'll see you